0: Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. For one hour and 59 minutes, we have Evangelist Janice Taylor. This is her night. This is not Live Deliverance Night. This is Evangelist Janice Taylor's night. This is about her ministry. Okay, you have the mic, says Taylor. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord to everyone. We bring you greetings from Walls of Fire, Deliverance Ministry International. This is Evangelist. Janet Taylor. Our web address is www. dot Com, or you can write us snail mail at PO Box 1148, Walker Town, North Carolina 27051. You can PayPal if if this ministry is blessing you in any kind of way. And you are led of the Lord to sow a seed. You can PayPal us or Zelle us at 336-575-0206 or JET245 at MSN.com. Uh, we give glory to God on tonight for this opportunity to be with you. And um, we want to get started With the blowing of the shofar, I pray that everyone had a happy new year. Uh, I'm excited about this new year. I hope that you are. The main thing is that we live to see it. God spared our lives. He kept us. He preserved us. So we went, the last time we were together, it was 2022, and here it is now It's 2023. It's a brand new year, a brand new season, and a new beginning. So we want to thank God for each and every one who is here tonight under the sound of my voice. And we want to begin this broadcast with the blowing of the shofar. We are blowing the shofar uh, to sound the alarm and to blow the trumpet in Zion to wake up the sleeping church. And um, God is calling his people to arise and shine, for thy glory is come. Hallelujah. The light is shining, and we want to walk in the light as Jesus Christ is in the light. So let's go now to the word of God that he has given unto me for um, this audience tonight. And the word of the Lord is found in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 6 through 8. Hallelujah. And it says, um, the Lord our God, I I want to start at the beginning of this chapter. I want to start at uh, chapter 1, verse 1. So if you'll just bear with me tonight. We got two hours to be together, so we're not in a hurry. It says, these be the words which Moses spake unto all Israel on this side, Jordan, in the wilderness, in the plain, over against the Red Sea, between Paran and Tophel and Laban and Hazaroth and Dazahab. There are eleven days' journey from Horath by the way of Mount Seir unto Kadesh, Kadesh Barnea, and it came to pass in the fortieth year, in the eleventh month, on the first day of that month, that Moses spake unto the children of Israel, according unto all that. Uh, the Lord had given him in commandment unto them. After he had slain Sihon, the king of the Amorites, which dwelt in Heshbon, and Og, the king of Bashan, which dwelt at Astaroth and Edrei, On this side, Jordan, in the land of Moab, began Moses to declare this law, saying, the Lord our God spake unto us in horror, saying, Ye have dwelt long enough in this mount. Turn you and take your journey and go to the mount of the Amorites and unto all the places nigh there unto, in the plain, in the hills, and in the vale, and in the south, and by the seaside the land of the Canaanites and unto Lebanon unto the great river, the river Euphrates. Behold, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give unto them and to their seed to them. Our topic for tonight, is move forward. And the subtopic is God is doing a new thing. Now, uh, just want to talk about this because we just entered into a new year, a new season, a new era, and um, a new beginning. And, um, new beginnings are a time to reflect on the past, not dwell on it, but to reflect and to see, you know, where we are and, um, that is on God's timetable and, um, where we want to be and, um, what we need to do to get there. Okay? So. Uh, we reflect on the past for a moment. We look at it. We uh, we, we 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 sort of do a self assessment, but we look at everything through the eyes of God. So we see where we made mistakes, where we fell short, um, what we can do to improve, and to go higher in the Lord and deeper in the Lord. So. Um, this is not a time for us to, to dwell on the past. It's not a time for that. It's just a time of, of reflection and self-assessment. Um, and the reason is because um, many believers have become complacent and are satisfied with where they are in Christ Jesus. And um, that is never uh, a good thing that 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 means we've become complacent and and God does not want his people to be complacent. We need to actually be dissatisfied with where we are because there's always more of God than you could ever ever um uh see or 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 know so we we want God to reveal more of himself to us and god he he wants to reveal more of himself to us, but we we won't we won't have that desire to know God more intimately uh if we become complacent, so we have to actually become dissatisfied uh, with where we are and um try to draw closer to God, stepping out in faith if 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 you desire to finish this Christian race strong by fulfilling the plan and purpose of God for your life, then you've got to move forward in faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. That's 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. So this is a new season. This is a new beginning. And God is doing a new thing. And the word of the Lord tells us it shall spring forth. That means suddenly. If God be for us, who can be against us? We can't afford to sit down and get complacent. If we're going to do all that God has destined for us to do, we got to get up and get going. We can look at the past, but as I said, we won't dwell on the past. And many people in the body of Christ have gotten stuck there. They keep looking back. And let me tell you something. If you drive an automobile, you uh, we put the car in forward to drive, okay? And um, only when you need to put the car in reverse do we look back. Now, if you drive forward looking in uh, looking back, you're going to wreck. You're going to wreck. So that's the same way it is in our walk with God. We, we look back when we need to reverse, but, but, but we do not. We do not. We do not um, say looking back. We have to keep going forward. We have to keep going forward. And so what we do is we have to keep going forward so that we can be all that God has called us to be. All right? Now, uh, one of the things that, that we have to do is keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. We have to keep our eyes on the Lord so that we can um, continue in the things of God. All right, so when we look at this passage, God was speaking to his people, and he said to them through Moses' servant that you have dwelt long enough in this mountain. I don't know who this is for tonight, but I am certain uh, it was for me and it's for somebody else. There was an 11-day journey from um, where the children of Israel had come out of the wilderness, um, from Horeb by the way of Mount Seir unto Kadesh Barnea. However, they wandered around this particular mountain 40 years. Now God spoke up and said, you've been here long enough. And that is the same. With many Christians today, some Christians are stuck where they are spiritually. They are not growing. They are not going forward. And you yourself listening tonight, you may feel, wow, she's talking to me. Well, I don't know who this is for, but if the shoe fits, then you need to um, apply this word to your life. Because what God is saying is you are stuck and God wants to unstuck you tonight, if I could use such a word. Some people get stuck when they lose a loved one. They can't seem to move past that. Or if they lose a job or um, maybe they go through a divorce or something, something major uh, and traumatic causes them to stay where they were, and they don't grow, and they don't go forward. And God is speaking to his people tonight. It's time to move forward. Now, the the word move forward, that is a military command. If you know anything, I'm ex-Navy, apostle is ex-Navy. Uh, some of you have been in uh, the armed forces. And that's a military command. So it's not a suggestion. It's not uh uh well why don't you try and move forward? No, it's a command. It's it's an instruction that you have to follow. So the word tonight is it's time to move forward. God is saying to his people, you have dwelt in this mountain long enough. You've been crying over this situation long enough. You have mourned over this situation long enough. You have allowed what happened to you 15 years ago to keep you stuck there long enough. You have allowed what someone said to you to that hurt your feelings, and you have not been able to get over it. So you've been traumatized by this and 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 you're stuck and god is saying to you tonight you have dwelt in this mountain long enough and you're saying well evangelist you don't know what happened to me you don't know what they did to me you don't know what they said to me you don't know how my family treated me no i don't but i could tell you how mine treated me But I won't tonight because I'm moving forward. I'm doing what God said. He said the past is the past. It's time to let go. It's time to move forward. Glory be to God in the highest. You see, it's time to move forward from fear to faith. It's time to move from death to life. It's time to move from sickness to health. It's time to move from sin to salvation. It's time to move from poverty to prosperity. And let me take that back to wealth, because wealth is different from prosperity. You can have spiritual wealth. You can have prosperity financially and be spiritually bankrupt. So it's time to move from lack to abundance. It's time to move from not knowing to knowing God. It's time to move forward from ashes to beauty. It's time to move from sleeping to rising up into the newness of life. And it's time to move from the natural to the supernatural and from the ordinary to the extraordinary. So many people are trying to live this Christian life operating in the natural, but you've got to be filled with the Holy Ghost so that you can have power over serpents and scorpions, power over all the power of the enemy, and you can do the great exploits in Jesus' name. Glory be to God. So he said to Moses, "'Tell my people you have dwelt in this mountain long enough.'" So many times we allow what happened in our childhood or maybe in a bad marriage or uh, uh, some other offense that may have been major. I'm not trying to minimize the pain. I'm not trying to say that you didn't actually get hurt. I'm not trying to say you weren't betrayed. I'm not trying to say you haven't suffered some abuse or some misuse. I'm not trying to say that those things didn't really happen and that the feelings that you have are not real. What I'm saying to you is what I hear the Lord saying, it's time to let it go. It's time to get over it. It's time to move forward, glory be to God, because God is doing a new thing. Uh, I want to look at Isaiah. Let's look at Isaiah Chapter 43, glory be to God. And this is what he says. He says, remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing now. It shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers that has an S on it, rivers in the desert. So God is saying, forget about the past. He said, don't even remember that. He said, don't even consider it. In other words, don't even think about it. And he said, I will do a new thing in you. I'm going to do a new thing. I'm not going to go back and erase what happened to you, but I'm going to do a new thing in you. That is, if you are willing to move forward. Some people are holding on to past grudges, past hurt. Remember what auntie said and uncle so-and-so did? It's time to move forward, and you wonder why you have not progressed, why you have not grown spiritually, why your roots are not deep, hallelujah, in the things of God. It is because you have not let it go. Give it up. Give it up to the Lord. Glory be to God. He says, cast all your cares upon me, for I care for you. The Lord cares for you. But you've been holding on to these things, and you are stuck in this mountain. And you've been stuck here for many, many years. And God is saying to you, it's time to move forward. He said, ye have dwelt long enough in this mount he said turn turn you and take your journey and go to the mount of the amorites unto all the places that i have prepared i have set this land before you and he said i need you to get up and get going now let's look at joshua joshua chapter one glory be to god Because we see in Joshua chapter 1, God is saying a similar thing. Hallelujah. So the word of the Lord says, now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise. Go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the soul of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates and all the land of the Hittites and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee. Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people thou shalt divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Hallelujah. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest do, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the laws which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success have i not commanded thee be strong and of a good courage be not afraid neither be thou dismayed for the lord thy god is with thee whithersoever thou goest so when the chapter opens we see that moses the servant of the lord is dead and joshua and the people of israel mourning. And they mourned. um, There was a certain amount of period, uh, a certain amount of time that was allocated for mourning. But then uh, the uh, children of Israel sometimes went beyond that. So God had to speak to Joshua and say to him, look, Moses, my servant, is dead. And he said, but you got to get up and take these people um, over this Jordan. He said, unto the land that I swore unto them to give them. So Moses is dead and Joshua going to be his successor. He is the one that's going to take the children of Israel into the promised land But he has to do What God is saying do And what God is saying do Is that the period Of mourning is over You're crying over Dead things Moses is dead And he ain't coming back And so what God is saying Is you you can't do nothing With a dead thing Now let's think about this In the natural as much as we love our relatives and kinfolk, when they die, we are quick to uh, begin uh, burial plans, having the funeral, and um, getting them uh, properly taken care of. And the reason is because as much as we love grandma and auntie and cousin, all of them, when, 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 when there's no life in them, we do not want them around because, for one thing, they will begin to stink after a few days. And so then that flesh will begin to rot and, and produce a very foul odor. All right? So Moses is dead. This is what God is saying. Moses, my servant, is dead. But he says to you, Joshua, arise and go over this Jordan, you and all these people. He said, get up. Get up from there. Moses is dead. Don't wallow in that. You have mourned the death of Moses, and some people have mourned the death of something too long. We're going back to Deuteronomy where God is saying, You have dwelt in this mountain long enough. You have cried over this situation long enough. You have mourned over the loss of this friendship long enough. You have mourned because you were betrayed long enough. You have mourned over what happened to you, child, long enough. God is saying, Moses is dead. And you can't do anything with something that's dead but bury it. You've got to let it go. You know, there's some stuff and there are some relationships and there are some people that had to die so that you and I could go on because we couldn't go on until they left it. Joshua could not take the children of Israel over the Jordan until Moses was dead, glory be to God. So God removed some things and some people from your life so that you could move forward, glory be to God. I remember one time I was mourning over a friendship that had, uh, it was on the rocks, and uh, I thought this girl was my best friend. And I was just crying. I said, God, I don't have nobody. And I was boo-hooing, and I was having me a pity party because this was my best friend, and it looked like we were not going to be friends anymore. And this is what the Lord said to me, and I was shocked. He said, some stuff I do. In other words, I wasn't able to see that friendship for what it was. God removed her from my life. And do you know what? You can try to hang on to dead things if you want to, but I'm telling you something. It'll cost you in the end. I tried to hang on to that friendship, and do you know it ended up costing me, and it cost me so much. It hurt, and it kept getting worse and worse and worse, and I finally, good God Almighty, I finally reached a point where I was willing to let that friendship go. She was not who I thought she was, and I couldn't seem to you know I just wanted to have a, a BFF everybody say that's my best friend I just wanted to have a best friend and apparently I felt uh, 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 I felt more love for her than she felt for me and so she kept doing very hurtful things to me as a friend I mean a Christian friend she kept saying very hurtful things to me and doing things that were very hurtful, and I kept forgiving her and forgiving her, and finally I reached a point where I said, you know what? This looks like a TKO, a total knockout. I'm letting this go. I'm not mad with her. I continue to pray for her and her children, but I have walked away from it because I had to let it go. It was a dead friendship. I had more love and affection for her as a friend than apparently she had. Obviously, she didn't feel the same way about me. So I had to let that go. So that's what we have to do. There are some friends in your life that you know God has spoken to you about. He's already revealed certain things to you about them. You know things about them that they don't even know that you know about them and things that they tried to do behind your back. And God has already revealed these things to you. He has shown you this is not what you think it is. And so God has said to you time and time and time again, let it go. You have to walk away from some things. Glory be to God. And the reason that the people of God are not moving forward because they don't want to let go of certain friendships that they know are no good for them. They don't want to let go of people you think that they can even uh, pull you up some way. You think that they by, by you associating with them that there's going to be a, a benefit for you. It will not. And you think that, uh, what well, this is my friend. I, I, I love my friend, and my friend loves me. It is not true, and you already know it. So what God is saying is let it go. There are some mistakes that we have made. And I can speak for myself. I can testify to this. I have made some mistakes in my life, some very sinful and wicked things I have done before I knew the Lord Jesus. But I choose not to dwell on that. I have repented for those things. I have asked God forgiveness, and I know he has forgiven me. Why? Because, first of all, I was sincere when I repented. And when you repent, you don't do those things again. You turn from them. So I turned from them and I turned to the Lord. And the Bible says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So I know that I'm forgiven. I know that I'm redeemed. Hallelujah. I know that I'm saved. So I had to let go. Of my past And all of the mistakes that I made All of the foolish things that I did I had to let go You see, you can't go back And change the past The only thing that you can do with your past Is release it to God Moses is dead So you can't do nothing with a dead thing But bury it And you have to let go And let God You gotta let go of some stuff Some people, some places some possessions, some some uh, relationships, you've got to let it die. You've got to let it die so that you can go on. Hallelujah. In other words, cut it off. Cut it off. Glory be to God. You see, um, we still have to go on and live. Now, as much as the children of Israel loved Moses, not not one of them. I don't believe not one of them was willing to jump in the coffin with him. Now you know you see those people uh, at at the, the funeral acting like they about to jump over in the coffin with him. But you let somebody get a shovel and 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 put some dirt on them, and that you'll see a whole other side of them. So you know we 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 don't have to uh, pretend that. We're going to jump in the grave because somebody is no longer here or somebody is no longer in our life. Because that relationship died, because that friendship died, or even because that job or that marriage died, you have not died. So you have to go on living. You and I, we have to go on living no matter how much it hurts. No matter how much it hurts, we have to go on living. The Bible says, yea, though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And as long as God is with me, I don't care who comes, I don't care who goes, I know I can make it because my Redeemer lives. So we have to let it go, let go of the past mistakes. We've got to go over this mountain. We've got to go over this Jordan, hallelujah. We've got to move forward. Move beyond our past and what happened to us. Move beyond what they did to us. Let it go. Move beyond what they said to you. Let it go. Move beyond past hurts and past pains. Let it go. Move beyond the wrongs and the injustices that you and I have suffered. Move beyond that. Let it go. You can't go forward until you let it go. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And the way to let it go is through forgiveness. You got to forgive people. The Lord taught the disciples to pray. Forgive us our debts as we forgive those who trespass against us. You see, that's, that's, that's conditional. We're asking God to forgive us. But he says, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us, you got to let it go, let people go, let go of the hurt, let go of the pain so you can move forward in the things of God. We got to move forward beyond the rejection that we have endured. Let it go. So what they didn't want you? you? You turned out you don't even know what God has spared you from. Glory be to God. Move beyond the abuse. Yes, you've been abused. I've been abused and misused and falsely accused. But move beyond that by forgiving them and let it go. Because God is saying enough is enough. You have got to move forward. You've been round this mountain of self-pity. And I want to tell you something about self-pity. You know, when you have a pity party, Don't but two people show up That's you and the devil Now the devil He's going to come to your pity party He's going to begin to show you Everybody who's done you wrong You're going to start singing they done me wrong song And next thing you know You'll be crying a river of tears And I'm going to tell you something Satan is a liar And we must never forget That he is a liar And even though the person or the situation may have been wrong or you were wronged and, 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 and treated unjustly. It's nowhere near as bad as when Satan shows up because he's going to magnify it. He's going to make it worse than what it really was. He's going to make the problem bigger than what it was, and he's going to make your pain worse than what it really is. So we've got to move around, move forward, beyond the mountain of self-pity. Why? Because you dwelt there long enough. You know, I I, I share my testimony, how I used to be strung out on crack cocaine, and uh, I I, I, I became a prostitute uh, in the street, and I was uh, in jail and in prison, and I was raped repeatedly and robbed and stabbed and left for dead. And I tell this, now to the glory of God, because God, he transformed my life when he saved me. He gave me a brand new life. So that old person who I used to be, she don't live here no more. And, you know, uh, one of the things that kind of contributed to that was the death of my mother. My mother died when I was four years old, and there was nothing I could do. There was no drug, no alcohol, no sex, no none of that that could make me feel better about the death of my mother because there's absolutely nothing that could replace her. But, you know, when I became a Christian, I have never shed another tear over the death of my mother since the day I gave my life to Jesus Christ because what the Lord showed me was I was using that as a crutch. I cried. For almost forty years, over the death of my mother, and you know what? I was wallowing in it. I was, I was soaking in. In other words, that was my, that was my crutch. That was my excuse to get high. Uh, That was my excuse to do all the crazy stuff I did. Yeah, that was my excuse, and I just kept saying, "But y'all don't understand. My mama died. My mama died." And you know what? God, when I got saved, God. He gave me a spiritual mother. He took away all my excuses. I have a spiritual mother. Matter of fact, she's from Jamaica, a praying woman. And God put her in my life to mother me. Now, she's not my biological mother, but I'm going to tell you something. In the spirit realm, she's a powerful woman of God. And I thank God for her. I really do. I listen to her. I follow. She gives me very good advice. I follow her advice, and uh, we pray together all the time. And so I thank the Lord for my spiritual mom. You see, God, he will give you what you need, but you've got to make up your mind that I will let nothing, nothing, keep me from serving God. In other words, I could have stayed stuck right there. My mother was dead. And y'all don't know how I feel to grow up without a mother. I could have stayed right there and wallowed in self-pity. But I decided it was time to move forward because I heard the voice of the Lord say, you have been here long enough. You've been here long enough. I was molested when I was a child by a family member. I cried over that for many years. But you know what I heard God say? You have been here Long enough It's time to let it go I had to forgive that family member As a matter of fact I end up preaching his funeral I forgave him Glory be to God And I let it go Glory, hallelujah I gotta give God some praise tonight We gotta let go of the dead things Dead things have no life in them And they cannot produce life Dead things only produce death. That's all that comes out of dead things is death. So we got to let it go. We got to go over this mountain. He said you've dwelt long enough in this mountain. It's time to move forward. God told Joshua, Moses is dead. You got to take these people over this Jordan. Glory be to God. No matter how much, you might have to do it with tears streaming down your face, but you have to give God a yes and say, God, I'm still hurting, but I'm going. I'm going to move forward. God, it still hurts. The pain is still there, but I'm going to move forward. I'm going to move forward. At thy word, oh God, I'm going to move forward. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You've been stuck at this point long enough. And God is saying enough is enough. It's time to move forward. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you praise. You see, we've already wasted enough time, and we don't have no more time to waste. I believe the coming of the Lord is nearer than we think. Jesus is coming. So we don't have time to keep mourning over spilled milk. What you got to do is pour But let God pour you another glass Hallelujah Thank you Jesus Don't waste no more time You see Psalm 30 and 5 Says weeping May endure for a night But joy comes in the morning You need to look in, in the mirror And say good morning Hallelujah Thank you Jesus Hallelujah Glory hallelujah Isaiah The prophet told us Forget the former things. Neither consider the things of old. God is doing a new thing. God is saying, forget about what happened in the past. Who did it? Who they did it to? How they did it? He said, forget about that. The past is dead. Let it go. And don't go back and revisit that. People said. Uh, you know, well, you may not understand. You know, I'm, I'm I'm gonna say something. I used to go, and this is just for me. What I'm what I'm saying right now. I used to go every year. Um, and get flowers to put on my mother and my grandmother's grave. Now, and talk to them, and say things like they could hear me. You see how crazy that? Those are the traditions of men. Mama ain't there. Grandma ain't there. The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Now, I can tell you one thing. I don't know if my mother was saved, but I do know that her soul is in God's hands. I do know that. And what do I mean? I'm not placing her in heaven. I'm saying God is sovereign. He's in control. And her soul went back to God. Her soul went back to God. Glory be to God. Now, where she will spend eternity, I don't know because I didn't even really know her. I was only four years old. My grandmother, I knew she was born again. So what am I saying to you? I had no business going to the graveyard, sitting up, talking to people that wasn't even there and then wasting money buying flowers every year and going out there and having me a good old cry. You see how foolish that is? But those are, uh, people get up on Easter Sunday and go to the cemetery for sunrise service. What are you going to the cemetery for sunrise service when Jesus has already risen? I never did understand that. So this is what uh, Paul said. He said, This one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, which means ahead. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's Philippians 3, verses 13 and 14. You see, it's time to reach forth and move forward. And don't look back. Don't look back at what could have, should have, or would have been. Go forth. Hallelujah. Move forward. It's time to move forward. God is a moving God. He's an active God. He's alive. He's always moving. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Don't get distracted. Don't try to run ahead of God. We got to stay focused. Let us remember when Peter, when Peter saw Jesus walking on the water and he began to go to him, the Bible says that he said, Lord, bid me to come. And the Lord said, come. And so Peter got out of the boat. Peter was a natural man like me and you. Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and he was walking, as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, Peter stayed afloat. He did a supernatural thing, although he was a natural man. When did Peter begin to think? When he looked at the wind and when he looked at the waves, he began to go down because he had taken his eyes off of Jesus. We have got to stay focused. If you intend, glory be to God, to do all that God has called you to do. If you want to go higher, if you want to go deeper in the things of God, hallelujah, you've got to keep your eyes on the prize, which is Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We've got to stay focused. In order to move forward, you got to stay focused. It's like the illustration that I gave you. If you look to the left too long or you look to the right, you're going to wreck. And if you look behind you, You're going to tear up something. So we have got to keep our eyes on the prize, which is Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Peter walked on that water as long as he looked at Jesus. So the message is keep your eyes on the prize, which is Christ Jesus. This is a new season. I believe it's going to be a very exciting new season. I believe that this is a time. To watch God work, and we're going to see God do some awesome things in this 2023 year. Glory be to God. I am so excited. I hope you are too. You know, um, I'm excited because I'm dated. Hallelujah! If the enemy, if he had had his way, he he would have cut me off. My husband and I, we both had COVID 19. Uh, uh, July the fourth, we contracted COVID nineteen. July the fourth, and um, you know the enemy, he, he meant to take us out of here with that. We um, we 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 recovered by the grace of God. It was the hand of God. My husband, he was so sick. I um I I didn't suffer as bad as he did, but he was so sick, and I had to pray. And I had to get up, and I had to nurse him, actually nurse him back to health. I had to feed him. I had to uh, – I, I mean, he could only eat a spoon of food. And he was delirious. He, he, uh, he, he was seeing things, and he, he, he was hearing voices and all sorts of things. I'm telling you, he was messed up. But by the grace of God – we are still here. And I want to give God some praise tonight. I don't want to focus on the past. I don't want to focus on what happened to me. I don't want to lose waste no more time crying over disappointment, over heartaches, over things that got canceled, over uh, uh, situations that didn't turn out the way that I wanted them to. I don't want to waste no more time. I want to dig deeper. I want to go to higher heights and deeper get in the Lord. I want to know him. Uh, uh, Paul said that I might know him in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship. to God in the highest, and then I got to have on the, my shoes, my feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and I got to have the sword, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. When Jesus, hallelujah, was tempted in the wilderness, the Bible says uh, that the enemy came to him when he was fasted, 40 days and 40 nights, uh, and the enemy began to try to tempt Jesus. Hallelujah. He tried to tempt the word with the word. Let's show you how stupid he was. But nevertheless, God did not argue with Jesus. I mean, Jesus did not argue with the devil. What happened was he simply said, it is written, God Almighty. And see, when you, he said, it's my word. Abide in you, and you abide in my word. When you got the word in you, you got your arsenal. You have been equipped. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. God has given us weapons of mass destruction. We have prayer. We have fasting. Hallelujah. We have worship. We have the blood. We have the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. We got everything that we need, hallelujah, to go out and fight this fight, hallelujah. The good fight of faith, glory be to God. As a matter of fact, the fight is already fixed. The battle has already been won, glory be to God in the highest. And we got to give God some praise. We got the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you're missing part of your armor. You need the Holy Ghost, so that you can have power, power to tread on serpents and scorpions, power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall harm you. Glory, hallelujah. We got to be dressed, hallelujah, dressed for success. We got to have on, hallelujah, the armor of God to go out, hallelujah, and fight this battle. So God is saying to us tonight, To move forward It's time to get up from here You've been here long enough Long enough Long enough You've been crying over this situation Long enough There's nothing you can do About it You cannot go back and change Past mistakes There are some things in my life That I wish I had never done But I did them There are some things in my life I wish I had never said, but I said them. You can't take them back. I have cried over things, but one thing I know, standing here tonight, January fifth, 2023, I have been forgiven. I am forgiven, not because of anything that I did. But because of what Jesus He forgave me He forgave me When I repented Of my sins And I want to thank him tonight I thank him because I have a brand new life In Christ Jesus I'm a new creature From what the word of God says If any man Be in Christ He is a new creature Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You see, some people, that's being new, but they still had an old nasty attitude. They still cussing and fussing. And they still raising hell all the time. You know, it's just some people like that. And, and, and they say, oh, I'm still me. Well, you can't be the new creature in Christ Jesus and still be you. Because the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, Behold, all things become new. All things become new. Now, it doesn't happen through osmosis. We have to put on the mind of Christ, be renewed in our mind. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And we get that through the word of God. The more time you spend in God's word, the more you will be renewed in your mind. We have to get the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. In order to go out and do what God is calling us to do. You know, God has told me to do things that my response to him was, Lord, I don't know how to do that. And I didn't. I did not know how to do some of the things that God has asked me to do. But I said, at thy word. I will at least attempt it. And do you know because I got up and started walking in that direction, do you know, in that it was accomplished? It wasn't anything so good about me. It was the goodness of God. I tell people all the time, there are no great people. We just have a great God, and he can do anything but fail. So I want to leave this with you tonight It's time to move forward God is doing A new thing Don't get complacent And don't look back Hallelujah Thank you Jesus Thank you Lord Jesus It's time to move forward I want to close with this one Verse from Philippians 3, 13 And verses 14 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Hallelujah. And the word of the Lord says, Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Almighty God. Hallelujah. Brethren, I count myself not apprehended, but this one thing I do, Forgetting those things which are behind, 2022 is behind us, and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Glory be to God in the height. Again, I want to leave this word with you. The Spirit of the Lord is saying, and I pray that those that have ears to hear will hear what the Spirit is saying. It's time to move forward. God is doing a new thing. Don't get complacent and don't look back. Amen. And may God bless you. If you'd like to sow a seed, this ministry. This is Evangelist Janet Taylor coming to you live, Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. Our web address is www.wallsofffiredeliverancemin.com, P.O. Box 1148, Walkertown, North Carolina two seven zero if you, if you feel led of the spirit to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so through PayPal or Zelle. The number here is 336-575-0206. If you want to PayPal us or Zelle us, email address is JET. 245 at msn.com. I thank God for you, and again, I wish you all a very happy New Year. I'm going to blow the shofar for the sound of victory. This is Evangelist Janet Taylor saying, God loves you, I love you, and it's time to move forward. Amen. Wait a minute. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.